Sometimes a success story comes from not following the rules. I'll tell you about one of those occasions in this episode of Sports Storytime with Rachel Kukuji. It was Game 5 of the 1951 Stanley Cup Finals. The Toronto Maple Leafs were leading the best-of-seven series 3-1 against the Montreal Canadiens. The four games up to that point had all been decided in overtime. Despite the lead, Maple Leafs general manager Con Smythe and coach Joe Primo were worried about one particular opposing player. Maurice, the Rocket Richard of the Montreal Canadiens, was in a scoring prime and would lead the 1951 Stanley Cup playoffs with nine goals. He had scored in overtime to win game two, so naturally Primo gave his defenseman special orders on how to stop him in game five. Here was the rule. When Richard was on the ice, no Maple Leafs defenseman could skate into the offensive zone. Prevost said that breaking the rule was punishable by a $500 fine. And keep in mind, this was $500 in 1951. That's a lot more than what it's worth today. The idea, Roland said, was to prevent a Richard breakaway, especially if they went into overtime. Well, the plan didn't seem to matter that night, though, because up into the final minutes of the game, the Leafs were losing. 2 to 1. But with just 32 seconds remaining in the game, Maple Leaf center Todd Sloan beat Canadiens goalie Jerry McNeil, tying the game 2 to 2. For the fifth time in a row, the teams were headed to overtime. Now was especially the time for the coach's rule to be followed. But that's not what happened. The Maple Leafs started overtime hot, but when Maple Leafs center Cal Gardner was in perfect position to get the puck and put it past the Canadian's goalie, he made no attempt to do so. Over on the blue line, defenseman Bill Barilko had to decide whether to chance getting caught out of position and rush for the puck or to play safe and follow the coach's orders. Despite Richard being on the ice, Barilko decided to take a gamble. Literally running on the tips of his skates, the defenseman lurched over the blue line and hurled his body at the puck. As he shot, Barilko momentarily floated in the air, his legs spread behind him, his hands clutching his stick. In that brief second of flight, Barilko's eyes changed from an expression of anxiety to expectant glee as the puck hit the back of the net. Coach Primo was one of the first on the ice. He dashed to Barilko, hugged him several times, and shouted, I won't find you for charging on that one. Moral of the story, sometimes it's fine to disobey coach's orders, but if you do, make sure you have the money to back you. <laughs> <laughs>